You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show for the UFC 271 special. Tom and Ricky, as always, and of course, joined by Sean Brady, our normal guest on these Fridays with these big cars. Sean, how are you today? How you doing? I'm good, man. I, I'm riding high after last week's uh, picks, so I'm hoping to, hoping to keep it going this week. Beautiful, and this is a big card here, so we're going to dive right in in a moment. Of course, SteadyPicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today, best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, Sean Brady, Mustache MMA, the other Sean over there, and all that is completely free. It's a great resource for you, and while you're there and you're betting on the Super Bowl the UFC 271, all the things you're betting on this weekend. BetMGM, one of our proud uh, partners of Steady Picks. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new customers only. The link is on the Sportsbook offers page on the website as well as in the description of the podcast. And again, guys, if you like the podcast, if you like what we're doing here, you like listening to Sean Brady give out picks, which why wouldn't you really, go ahead and leave us a review on the podcast. Five stars, write something nice. Tell, say how much you love Sean Brady being on the programs, whatever you want to say, but it helps us out a ton. So if you could just take, it takes literally four seconds. If we've ever given you a pick that you liked or Sean's given you a pick that you've won with, take four seconds rate the podcast, leave a little note for us. Thank you so much. Let's get right into it. I know that Sean, there's a couple of prelim fights on here that you really uh, want to talk about and that you have picks on. So we'll start there and then we'll get up to the main card. Um, All right. So give me the yeah, first one. I'll, I'll run through them real quick. So um, first fight of the night, my teammate Jeremiah Wells is fighting uh, the guy Blood Diamond. He's teammates with... Um, Izzy and uh, all those city kickboxing guys. Real quick, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take either Jeremiah by knockout or submission. Um, the guy he's fighting is a kickboxer, so everyone thinks it's going to be a knockout on the feet for either guy. But I could see Jeremiah uh, taking him down and submitting him. So Jeremiah Wells by TKO or submission is uh, one of my first plays. And Sean, I'm curious Wait, what the is this yeah, guy. Go ahead. Is this guy's name Blood Diamond? Yeah, yeah, Mike, whatever. Yeah, it says Mike something on here, but it's, yeah, it's Blood Diamond. Everyone's going crazy about him. Wow, what a name. Yeah. 
So, so he's plus one ninety five over at BetMGM for the to win the fight. Mike yeah. is. So he's a he's a little bit of a favorite, but I think uh, for submission, I think I seen it at like plus two forty or something like that, and I think knockout TKO was like plus two hundred. So you're getting plus money on the finish. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Um, All right. Next one. Um, next one. Uh, just not even going to get into it. Just Carl's, Carlos Olberg versus Fabio Charant. I'm going to go uh, Carlos Olberg. He's um, Izzy's teammate. He's actually really good, so I'm going to pick him to win. So that's my second one. The New Zealand um, guy showing up. That's uh, Yeah. Yeah, they're squad deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then another one, um, Alexander Hernandez is fighting uh, Hanato Moicano. I'm going to pick um, Hanato Moicano. That should be a good one. And then um, why why him? And I ask a little more in depth because Sean over at my, he's on he's on Hernandez, I believe, uh, from this morning. Yeah. So Hanato is he's good, man. He's moving up from 155. I mean, from, I'm sorry, from 145. He lost to um, Rafael Fazeev at 155, but they're touting that dude as the next next big thing. Um, but if you go and look at uh, Moicano's record, he's only lost to Jose Aldo, uh, the Korean Zombie, and Brian Ortega. And in his Brian Ortega fight, he was beating Brian Ortega up until three minutes of the last round. Ortega pulled out a guillotine. So it says a lot of good things about him. He beat Cub Swanson. He beat Calvin Cater. Okay. He's beat a lot. He's beat a lot of good guys, and uh, I'm really high on him. And um, he's big for the weight class. He's five eleven, and honestly, I I hate Alexander Hernandez, so I just really want to see him lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I was. I always find it interesting the the way that different people you know, break these fights down, you know, Sean felt pretty, that was one of his favorite plays was Hernandez in this really? one as a small dog. Yeah. One of his better like dog plays, I should say he gave it as like a small dog. So yeah, it's always just interesting. Out, Hernandez came out with a lot of hype. Um, he won, he beat Darush on like a, a short notice fight. And then he kind of hasn't lived up to it. He had that fight with Cowboy where he was talking all that shit and then Cowboy slapped the shit out of him. So <laughs> I was happy about that. I'm just not a fan of him. So I really want to see him lose, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of tired of the, the shtick of, of talking yeah, shit and, yeah, like, and doing all that. Shut the fuck up. It's still a fight. Yeah. You know, I get a little tired of it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, there's so many fights we can. I, it's going to take forever. We can just get into the main card if that's what you guys want to do. I'll send you guys over all my my picks because I have so. Many, I'm looking at this card and there's just we'll be talking for an hour, but um, we can just get into the main card if you guys want to. Yeah, um, we can do that. Yeah, a couple of really good names just to point out quickly: uh, Bobby Green and Harakpas. Wait, her, uh, oh, that's, I got... that's main card. That's the that's the first that opens up the main card. That does start the main card. Oh, great! Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Okay, yeah. so we're good. We're good. Kyler Phillips, I see, big favorite. Yeah, it's it's this card's good, man. Um, before we start with the main card, Ricky had some. You know, part of being in sports betting is talking to a lot of people, right? Like, if you're afraid to talk to people about what you like, what you don't like, what you're, what, why you like something, 
you know, that's what it's all about is kind of collaborating yeah. with other people. And uh, Ricky had spent some time talking to some people um, who really do well in the UFC. Um, and so he, he had a few tips from some people that he just wanted to share. And I don't know if he has to name names of who, who it is or whatever, but um, I just wanted to take a moment before we get into the main fights and just see if we can apply any of the things we learn here uh, to help us be a little bit better in the UFC. So Ricky, what do you got? Yeah. Yeah. So um, really what I got here is, is some tips, like you said, from a couple of sports betters, specifically in the MMA market that have had a lot of success. Uh, the first one guys is a, a, I guess they're a company called Oracle MMA picks. Historically, they've, they've had like a 38% ROI in the UFC but the two key tips from Oracle MMA picks were, number one, bet on wrestlers, especially against elite strikers when the better wrestler is a dog. Uh, Sean, any, any thoughts on that one? I mean, that kind of is going into my, well, Robert Whitaker isn't an elite wrestler, but he's a wrestler. And um, yeah, that's kind of the route I'm taking, honestly, in this main event. Uh, against him and Izzy, but yeah, it, it's definitely for me. I always look at wrestlers and grapplers and think if you can control where the fight goes, that's kind of how you're you can dictate who's going to win the fight. And grapplers usually are able to do that. So um, yeah, I mean that makes sense to me. Okay, and then the the second tip from Oracle MMA was to never chase losses. And there's actually there's an article with more information here but one of the the tips was to like when you place your bets before a card that's it like don't yeah. touch your phone during the fights if it's not going your way but so i guess like discipline was a, a big second one for uh for this guy that's 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 something i have a problem with <laughs> <laughs> you and me both man you and me both. especially trying in the ufc get, get it back yeah it's so easy to just like all right next fight like shit that, yep, that, yep, that didn't yep. work let me what am i gonna do here yeah, it's it's too easy to to jump back in. Yeah, yeah. The uh, another guy, and we'll share this article because there's a ton of ton of stuff in here. But another guy who goes by Vegas Pete MMA. This dude is uh, plus 153 units in the UFC off of 335 bets. He's killing it. And his top tip was to study unknown fighters because often the guys that don't carry a lot of buzz have the most value. So he spends, mm -hmm. like, I guess a lot of time studying the unknowns. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense because if you go into a gym and you see two guys and you don't know their names, you know, um, and the guy who's, ver like, virtually unknown could be beating the shit out of someone who is, like, a top 10 guy, you know? I've seen it happen. So, um, yeah, it everyone always just picks name value where if you – if you study the, these guys who are virtually unknown and you find out they're from a good team and they're really good, you can, uh, you can definitely make some money. And that's kind of, and that's a great lesson for not just UFC, but any sport, really. You want to stay ahead of the popular pl people, players, fighters, athletes, whatever it may be. You want to try and stay ahead of them as best as you can and find that next one. Yeah. And find the reasons why that next one might be a good play. Because um, if you just go and bet the, the names that you know all the time, you're going to have a tough run of things in the UFC and in 
in any sports. You know, we see it with the, the Dodgers, the Yankees in baseball, the Chiefs in the NFL, all these teams that people know and love and, and think are really good often don't do that well against the spread and, and otherwise. So uh, in the betting market anyway, they're overvalued. So you got to find the opportunities elsewhere. Um, yep, okay. Yep, yep. Thank you for sharing. Um, you have one more. Uh, the, the only other tip, because I really want to dive into these fights with Sean, was just uh, to be very cautious in backing heavy favorites. And we've talked about this yeah. a lot on the show because MMA is a, is a very volatile sport where anything can happen. There's rarely value on the big favorites, they say. Yeah, that that's that that happens uh, all the time in MMA. These huge favorites lose, and people ask me, "What do you think?" And I'm just like, "Listen, it's it's very it's if I see something and it's over, like even like Izzy right now, like I think he's like a minus two sixty, like that's a lot, you know, like yep. that's a pretty big favorite for." a fight that could be relatively close, you know? So it's hard to, it's hard to make those bets where some of these guys are minus three, minus four hundreds. And people are like, Oh, it's a sure thing. I'm like, there ain't, there ain't a such thing of a sure thing in MMA. So yeah, you definitely got to be very cautious with that. Yeah. That's, that's, awesome. that's the number one lesson that you've taught us, Sean is the live dog in the UFC is, is a real thing, but yeah. Uh, yeah. let's dive into these fights. Uh, we're going to start at the top. We're going to start at the top this time. Get to the big dog fight. Israel Adesanya, Robert Whitaker, second fight between these two gentlemen. And uh, as you mentioned before, Adesanya, pretty heavy favorite here. Uh, yeah. All things considered, he's minus, I see minus 300 at our, our partner, BetMGM, minus 300, come back plus 240 on Whitaker. Is there any value on Whitaker here to get this done? I mean, I honestly think there is. Um, I've been watching like the 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 pressers and the all the embeddeds and everything, and Whitaker just looks a lot different. You know, he looks happy. He looks in a good place. Um, where before, like he was just, you could tell he was carrying a lot. You know, him and Izzy first fought. I think they fought in Australia, so like that's a lot of pressure. And um, yeah, I just think he had a lot of pressure on them the first time. He was rushing everything, trying to get Izzy out of there, and ultimately it cost him the fight. I don't think that's going to be the case this time. I think he's going to sit back, maybe try to let Izzy come to him, and I think he's going to mix in the wrestling where everyone's like, oh, no one can take him down at 185. It was just Jan at 205. But when Whitaker's at his best, he's mixing it up, and um, I think that's what he has to do to win this fight. And I honestly think he's going to do it, you know, obviously – we could talk on Sunday and Izzy just does what Izzy does. But I really think there's some value on Whitaker. And I'm honestly, um, I'm picking him to win. I'm picking him. I'm taking him for the upsets. Really? Well, yeah, I'm taking him. And because what's what I, I could just play Izzy and just be like everyone else and just pick the favorite. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think there's some value on Whitaker. He beat three guys in a row, three of the best guys, you know, so and he's looked good doing it. I think he's made the right changes and I think he's going to get it done. And if you do want to bet that with Sean, the BetMGM number is the best in the market, I think, by a decent margin. There we go. Get over the BetMGM, take Robert Whitaker. That's that's my that's my play. Wow. I mean, I'm locking that in. He's looked so good in his last few fights. How can we not? Because I think yeah. people, to your point, people just get stuck in this mindset of, oh, Adesanya can't possibly lose. Like yeah, you well, get he in, lost to stuck Jan, in you that. Know, Jan kind of, even though. 
Jan's a lot bigger, but Jan laid the blueprint. Like, you can go in there, mix it up, put Izzy on his back. And, um, yeah, I like I said, I just seen the way Izzy was at, like, these press conferences. And he's kind of, like, talking shit. And Whitaker's just sitting there, like, not saying much, just smiling and shaking his head. Like, he's like, all right, motherfucker, we'll, we'll see Saturday. And um, I love that, you know. And, uh, yeah, I think I think it's going to play in his favor. And Lock think it in. about and and just to put this into perspective too, and and then we'll go to the next one. But plus two forty, you're looking at like an implied probability of twenty. I think it's twenty seven percent, right in there. I could pull this up, yeah. but it, it's about twenty seven percent. So you got to think about it. Do you give Whitaker a better twenty seven out of a hundred times? Does he beat Adesanya if they fought a hundred times in a bubble, more than twenty seven times? I think so. More than, yeah, more than 27 times? Yeah, like I 27 think, out of 100? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's they're, – they're, they're the two most elite guys in the world. For 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 you to say he can't beat them 27 out of 100, like that would be pretty much saying Whitaker almost doesn't even deserve to be in there with him, you know, which <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't think is the truth. So we'll see. We'll see Saturday. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. Next one down the list. This is probably the one people are potentially most excited for. Derek Lewis and Ty Tuivasa. Two it's big a, boys here. What do you got on this one? It's going to be a sloppy one. I love it. <laughs> I can't wait for this fight. I'm I'm taking Lewis uh, just to make it quick. I, I think Ty, I love Ty. I think he can knock him out. But if you, if you look at the fight, I just don't think uh, Ty can beat Lewis in a brawl. You know, like, and that's what it's going to be. Like, if you go back and look at all Derek Lewis's fights, when, when shit gets crazy and punches are being thrown, he's usually coming out on top. He has the most knockouts in UFC history. Don't get me wrong. Ty can definitely knock you out. But if you look at who Derek Lewis has knocked out, he's literally beat every single buddy in the, he beat Gon. I mean, I'm sorry. He beat uh, Nganu. He lost to Gon, but outside of that, he's pretty much knocked out every single person he's fought and all the top elite guys. So um, I think someone's definitely getting knocked out. I think it's going to be Ty and I'm picking Lewis. You really, you have to pick, I'll just pick Derek straight up because I think, um, I think if you try to go for like the knockout and shit like that, like you're probably getting worse money than uh, if you just take Derek straight up. So that might be wrong, but I'm definitely taking Derek Lewis in this fight. Yeah, I see the under one and a half rounds is like minus 160 to minus 200. Somewhere That's not cheese. I mean, it's definitely, I think, I, I only think this shit, unless they come out and they're both super conservative where I don't think it's going to be, somebody's getting starched in like the first <laughs> round. But then, then again, I said I'd give up my left nut when Justin Gaethje and Mike Chandler fought, and um, <laughs> that that might have to go into a decision. And sure as shit, it went to a decision. So we'll, we'll have to see. One <laughs> nut, Sean Brady, on the podcast. You heard it here. This will go 15 minutes, but uh, nah, I think Derek, Derek's going to get uh, get the knockout. Let me uh, let me ask you a hypothetical here, Sean. Go ahead. Just curious of your thought here. If there's a couple different ways to ask this, but I'll say, who do you think is a tougher opponent for Derek Lewis? Chris Dalkus or Ty Tuavasa? Like, just trying to break it down like that is obviously, that was Lewis's last fight. 
That's a that's a good question. I mean, I'd have to say Ty just because like Chris is uh Chris is very fast and he's he's a smaller heavyweight, whereas Ty Ty's just like Derek. He's just a Australian Derek Lewis because they both cut to make two sixty five. You know, they're both like right. I mean, like he's cutting weight like how I would I cut weight to make one seventy. I seen him like on the sauna. I mean, uh, on the treadmill in the sauna. Like with a sauna suit on, like my man cuts weight to make 265 pounds. Like that's a big motherfucker. So Derek Lewis is the same way. So I think this, like stylistically, I mean, it might play better for Derek because they're both going to come out there and they both want to do the same exact thing. They both want to just swing for the fences. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think Ty Ty's good and he could, like I said, he could clip Lewis and put him to sleep, but. Derek Lewis hasn't been one punch knocked like KO'd many times, I don't think. Whereas, um, I'm pretty sure Ty got knocked out by Junior Dos Santos, and then he actually got submitted by Sergey Spivak. So, and he got knocked out in kickboxing before. So, where he had Derek, a three fight skid at one point. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. Where Derek, Derek's got finished, but I really don't think he's been like one punch KO'd. So, right, I think. I think Derek is going to hit him. I think you're going to get into a crazy exchange, and Derek's going to land a big punch and put him to sleep. One, okay. One, and Derek's fighting in his. He's he's from Texas. He's fighting in like he can't go against the guy. I I just I love him. <laughs> I, I I really like Ty too, but I can't go against my man Derek. Yeah, I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Next one down on here. It's a good one too. Maybe this, maybe the kind of the sleeper of yeah. the of the three of you know some of these main cards. Jared Cannonier, Derek Brunson, fighting at one eighty five. What do you got? I'm I'm. This is it's been a tough one for me. I've kind of been going back and forth, but I'm going to take Brunson. Um, last person Brunson lost to was Izzy, and then he. Went to a new camp. He went down to Sanford MMA, and he's got one, two, three, four. He's got five wins in a row since Izzy. And, um, man, he can strike, and then he can mix up his wrestling in there, too, where Jared, Jared's tough. He's strong. He hits hard. But, um, yeah, I just I, I just see more pass to victory for Brunson. I feel like Cannoneer might be worried about those takedowns. So it's going to open up the striking for for Brunson, and um, yeah, I just think he has more ways to get it done. So I'm going to take Derek Brunson. And Derek Brunson, a small dog in this one, uh, yeah, anywhere trying, from plus one thirty. Man, trying trying to give the people some um, some under some underdogs here. I like it. I like it. That's often where the value is with this kind of stuff. One thirty up to one forty five. It looks like. Yeah, I just seen it at one fifty five. Fifty five. Very nice. There, that's the place to take it. I think I'm seeing as low as 130 at MGM, so that's some good uh, value there. That fits nicely into uh, one of those guys' tips as well. Bet on wrestlers, especially yeah. against elite strikers, when the wrestler is a dog. This exactly. checks all three, right? Checking all them boxes. Let's go. <laughs> Box checking. <laughs> oh man! Next um, one down here. Kyler Phillips, who I actually really like. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Against Marcelo Rojo. Rojo? Yeah. 
I don't got much on the. Uh, I mean, I just think Phillips is going to win. Like I said, uh, I don't got much on. I didn't really look into this one. I just think mm-hmm. Kyler Phillips, and then I go and look at Rojo. He's lost his last fight. Won the one before that. Lost before that. On Tabology, they. I mean, you take this with a grain of salt, but ninety-three percent of people think Phillips is going to win. Rojo, really, it doesn't doesn't look like he has a shot. I'm making air quotes. Uh, he could definitely win, but. It's very unlikely. Um, yeah, I'm taking Kyler Phillips for the win. And he's, and he's a, uh, I mean, it sucks. He's a minus 350. So maybe throw him in a parlay or something like that. But um, yeah, that that's that's my pick. Yeah, he's a big time favorite here for for all the right big, reasons. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's he is coming off of a loss to uh, Paiva. The did guy. You watch, did you watch that fight? It was yeah. He won the fight. It was. Yeah, I was gonna say robbery, arguably, but yeah, I I think at the end of it, I really thought uh, Phillips won, and I was kind of shocked when they gave. It was a good fight, don't get me wrong, but I thought um, I thought Phillips won. Again, it yeah. feels like every week it's just these judges where you just yeah yeah it's fucking ridiculous. Last week when one of the judges had uh, Hermanson winning against Strickland, I'm like, listen, I'm not a fan of Sean Strickland at all, but he won that fight through and through every single round. I don't know how you could judge that for him. It was pretty. I couldn't believe that. Pretty crazy. Yeah. And that's the kind of, I think it's really, and we won't go down this rabbit hole. We've done it before. We won't do it today, but it really ruins part of the sport for me. Like the reason yeah. I love, like I love tennis, Sean. I don't know if you know that. Like I love tennis Ugh. and I feel like tennis. Yeah, laugh all you want. It's one of the greatest right. sports in the entire world, next to soccer. Soccer and tennis. Oh, oh boy, man. no, but but globally, no, it's, I, it's I very popular. It's, it's it sucks, especially for guys like I mean, I'm in the UFC. You know, if you have a close fight uh, that you win, technically, but the, a judge gives it to the other guy, or like. Mm-hmm. It's you could potentially lose half of your money because of two old ass judges who don't even know what the fuck they're looking at. So something's got to change for sure. And that's why I, you know, like tennis is a very one on one. There's no judges. There's no referees. Like it's just skill versus skill. And yeah, the UFC yeah. really should be. I mean, it is mostly like that. It's individual skill versus individual skill. Yeah. Let's see what happens. But but you got. Bozos sit in cage side who get to decide your fate if it goes to a decision. And I just really don't understand how it, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I got, I, I'm on the same page as I you. I think we're due for some sort of change at some yeah. point. Yeah, uh, for sure. They got to look in the mirror, but neither here nor there. Next one down the list here, and this is the last one on the main card. The open, open it up. This is going to be a good one. Hack Paras, Bobby Green. This is a good one. What do you I'm got? I'm taking here? Bobby, man. Um, I but I picked Al in the last fight. I picked that fight to go to a decision. Bobby Green comes out, starches Al in the first round in New York, in Al's hometown. Um, Bobby's look good, man. His his hands, like the way he just like can bait these guys in with his hands down and his hand speed. He looks he looks good and. Um, Hasbrat, like he's got some hype behind him, but he just lost to Dan Hooker. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just riding with Bobby Green here. I think he's going to get it done. He's hard to take down, you know. Al was 
a lot of guys come out and they shoot on them and they can't get them down. If you look at Bobby Green's record, you're like, God damn, he has 12 losses. But those 12 losses, a lot of those fights, just like we were saying, could have went his way. It just it just happens that it didn't. You know, the judges gave it to the other guy. So his record could look completely different. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking Bobby Green. Bobby Green, a minus 140-ish consensus. Not, yeah, not, that's, he still gets get some value oh, there. Oh, that's a great number to play. That's yeah. a great number to play. That's my pick for that one. Very nice. Um, Ricky, any that's the that's the main card. That's what we wanted to go through. Very nice indeed. Ricky, is there anything you'd like to throw in here as we wrap up the show? I want to get Sean's opinion on one more fight. Yeah. Sure. Um Alex Perez match now. Alex Perez for me. Uh, dude, they've been trying to make this fight happen for like it feels like a, a year. They were supposed to be matched. There's oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Canceled bout. Canceled bout. They're supposed this is the fourth time they tried to make this fight last June. They tried to make it in September and then they try to make it in December. So this is the fourth time this fight is supposed to be happening. Uh Jeez. yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Alex Perez. I think he might be a huge favorite if um not Yeah. I, no. I was asking because that's one of the dogs, Schnell, that uh, is, is catching a lot of money. But oh, uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, I mean, at that price, hell yeah, you could sprinkle something on him because, like I said, anything can happen. And um, Perez is coming off a loss. I mean, I won't. He's a minus four hundred from what I'm seeing. I wouldn't even go anywhere near that. And he got submitted his last fight. Obviously, it was by Figueredo. But um, yeah, looking at. Uh, Looking at Schnell's record, he's got some. He's got submission, submission, uh, decision, decision. He's got a good amount of submission wins, uh, and that's what Perez got caught with last time. So maybe see what that submission play is, and and I'm sure it's got to be pretty juicy. So definitely sprinkle something on that. Okay, okay. Um, any other fights though for you, Sean? That that you wanted to touch on? Um, I mean, I'm definitely taking Casey O'Neill over Roxanne. I think uh, Casey's going to smoke her, to be honest. That's a, a good a good one. She's a big favorite, so you kind of got to parlay that up. And okay. then um, I'm taking Arlovsky versus Jarrett Vandera. I just I can't pick against my man, Andre. The dude's turning the clock back on Father Time. <laughs> uh, he's got two wins in a row. He's only a... From what I'm seeing on Tapology, it says he's a one uh, a slight favorite at 170. So you can get some value on him. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it for me. I'll send over all of my picks, but um, yeah, that's that's about all I got. Very good, and everything will be posted on SteadyPicks.com. It'll be there with. Mustache MMA searching for the first win here what's, for what, What's up with my man Mustache? Those picks <laughs> were, were hurting last week. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he's, he's, still he's, he's, he's still on the hunt for he's still on the hunt for a Bloody Mary I, I, and some brunch down there. So he's still hunting for it. He was all that research and all all that all that <laughs> shit talking. Listen, we're, um, to his defense, to his defense, I was the shit talking. He was, he was getting, he texted me afterwards. He says, Tom, take it easy, bro. Sean's uh, going to show up and kick my ass. <laughs> Dude, last week I was watching them and I'm just like, damn, these picks are, 
these are looking good. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this weekend uh, we get the same thing. Awesome. Let's Very go. good. Steady Picks Radio, wake up a wager. Good luck this weekend. Sean, real quick, Super Bowl winner, Rams, Bengals. Who wins the Super Bowl? Who's who? What, what's the line? I, I I barely even watch football. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who who who's the favorite though? Uh, the Rams are the favorite. Slight favorite. All right, let's go. Let's go with the underdogs then. <laughs> All money. Bengals. Go. It is. You got. You're gonna watch Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. There you go. Rooting for the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Very good. Yeah. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, guys. Been a blast. Good luck with the card this weekend. Good luck with the Super Bowl. We'll see you on Monday.